Hey, it's Gil from the Mind Buzz. Today's Mind Culture and Social Podcast. And you're listening to Pods Like Us. Hello and welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibble, known to my friends as Marv, and this time I am joined by B. Nicole from the show Buried on the Tundra. Hello, B. Thank you for speaking with me today. Hope you're okay. Hi, Marv. I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, very much. So, what was your introduction to podcasting in the first place? Um, so I started with, um, Crime Junkies, which is a big true crime podcast. So I, I kind of then snowballed from there to all the rest of the true crime podcasts and just kind of listening to them, uh, especially during COVID and being stuck at a desk working all the time. Well, I've been stuck inside a work van all the time listening to people's podcasts, as people, <laughs> a lot of people know. You have to do something while you're driving. Yes. So so from there then, did that sort of, uh, so was that was that the inspiration then to start in the, sh- start in the show? Because um, from, I mean, I've listened to every episode, so it's, um, it's, it's a great format. It's sort of, I don't know whether short is the word really it's 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 a nice really bite-sized show that gives you all the details on different cases and the cases all seem to be based in Alaska which which you know I mean hence the title buried on the tundra mm-hmm. so um how did you go from listening to those crime shows to then creating your own? So I looked up um, if there were any Alaskan-based true crime podcasts, which there is uh, a few, but there were none that were geared towards the region in which I live in, which is the Western region, and none that really focused on the Alaskan natives. So I wanted to make sure that I was focusing on the Alaskan natives and the region in which I live in, which is pretty remote. It takes about a one jet ride in to where I'm at, which is the hub city of Bethel. 
But then all the other little villages that I talk about are another bush plane ride from here to there. So I wanted to try to give facts about each village along with the hub city and some of the bigger cities while still focusing on the Alaska natives. Yeah, I love that about the show where at the beginning of all the episodes, uh, usually based on the area where the episode is looking at the crime from, you will give uh, statistics on uh, population, on the um, what, what percentage of the population is unemployed, and, well, lots of different statistics about those areas. And I think that puts it all into really good context then, according, you know, in in relation to uh, the crimes that are being committed, the people that have been have had those crimes, the victims, and also the criminals themselves. Yeah, I think it's always surprising Alaska for how big it is. There are only about seven hundred thousand people in the state, <laughs> so even yeah. going down into the smaller little areas, we still have huge crime rates. So. I wanted to make sure that that was kind of portrayed in each episode. Absolutely, because I mean, uh, I mean, I've only I've only seen it on um, um, map maps and the like, but it looks like one of the largest, if not possibly the largest state in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it's, it's also, huge. Yeah. <laughs> And it's quite remote from the rest of America, rest of the U.S. states as well. Mm-hmm. It is definitely different. Um, I Before I came out here, so I came out here 10 years ago, uh, yeah. I didn't know that there were places still in the United States that didn't have running water. So many of the villages do not have access to running water. And so they either have to collect rainwater or they have to go ice chip, which would happen around this time. But right now it's melting because we've had a, a little bit of a heat wave. Um, it's wow. been about 40 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> one day this week, but it will be in the negatives very soon. <laughs> wow, that is that is very different to this time of the year in that area. That's, that's amazing. That's, wow, yeah, different. So once you'd decided to make the show, um, um, how did you go about then deciding on the format of the show? And how do you actually record the show? Um, So the format I've kind of messed around with, so it's changed from the earlier episodes, but uh, I wanted to make sure that I included some of the Yupik culture because the Alaskan native culture that I'm in is Yupik or Chupik. Um, And it's very common that we do a land acknowledgement for anything that is done on native land here. So there's a land acknowledgement in there. Uh, I included some of the Yupik in the greeting. um, And I try to say some of the Yupik words. Obviously, I'm not a native Alaskan, so I can't pronounce some of them. But I try my best um, to find some sort of recording online. um, Or I have a few uh, Alaskan native friends who will help me out. Okay. And then, uh, I, I should actually have started the show saying, what is it, uh, Waka Waka, is that it? <laughs> waka. Waka Waka means waka. hello. Is that it? Hello. <laughs> I should have said that at the yeah. beginning of the show. <laughs> I know. I think it, it might have been a little too loud when I first recorded it. I think it might have scared people when they first listened to it. 
So I did try you to get used to it. So it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Bioha means goodbye. So those are my two. Okay. Wow. Standard Ubik that I use. <laughs> So, so how do you record the show then? Do you do it? Do you do it with a with your, with your computer, with the uh, computer and the microphone that you've got there? Well, I actually normally. use an iPad, so I use the Anchor app, okay. and I do everything on Anchor. Um, and I have my mic and my headphone and my little soundboard. So it's also small, so I can travel with it. I do a lot of traveling for work. I get to go out and work in each of the villages that I have um, with the schools. So I uh, did want to make sure that I could bring it with me if I needed to, or if I'm going to Chicago to visit my family, I can take it with. Um, if you listen to the Bigfoot episode or Harry Man, my nephew's in the episode yeah. because I brought it with me. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I enjoyed that. The, the, your, your guest was uh, was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have him convinced about the Harry Man just yet. No. <laughs> you might do eventually. You might do. Yeah. So, do, do you record it in bits? Then, do you do you record, or do you come up with the whole thing as one and then go all the way through the episode? Yeah. So, I um, will write my script in my notes on my phone, and so if I know it's going to be a busy week, I might do like location and facts one day, then um, the facts or the events. And then also, um, I try to find as much as I can about the victims. I don't really want to harp on who committed the crime because they've had enough publicity. They get their name out there all the time. We really don't know about who it happened to. So I tr really try to deep dive and see if I can find anything about the people who it has affected directly. I think that's a good way of looking at it because, um, like you said, I think the criminals themselves have already had enough publicity. And sometimes I think that the general news web network will probably look too much into the actual event itself, almost sensationalism in essence, mm -hmm. which forgets the actual victim and the crime and what has happened to the victim themselves really and who the victim is. I think that's, so I think, I think it's good that you're, you're doing that. And I think it's also great that you're a lot of the time it's about um, the, the native people as well, which I think is a great thing. Yeah. Um, I know I try not to use the first name of the perpetrator or person who's committed the crime, so usually they will just be last named and then I won't title it if it is a murder, the murderer's name. I will always title it the victims and they, I will usually call them by first name too, just to kind of set the difference. Yeah. Well, then you are make, making it more, um, more uh, emotional for people then because then they know the name, the full name of the actual victim. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes it more important or pushes more into people's hearts, really, and, and minds. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
so you've uh, you've you've done the recording. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that you then, because you've done it with Anchor, you've probably found this the show music and the sounds through that as well. Have you through through Anchor? I'm guessing that that's got all sound on it because I don't use Anchor personally. Yeah, Anchor has all of the editing tools on there, so I just use what they have. That's great. So, um, is that where you got the logo logo from as well? Was that from Anchor as well? No, I actually created it. So I didn't release the podcast till January, but I created it in October. Uh, the picture is from blueberry picking. So berry picking is really popular, especially in the fall time. So I went yep. blueberry picking and those that's my picture. And then I used a few filters on it and put the words on there. That's great. So... Hey there, this is Bobby with the Rock Guys Podcast, and you are listening to Marv Smooth on the Pods Like Us Podcast. Check him out. You've sort of touched on what got you started and thinking about making the show. Um, so when you when you ask for people to contact you, because I know that you've asked for people to suggest uh, cases to them, um, I'm guessing that obviously all the cases therein would have to be based in that, that area, you know, where, where you are, like Bethel and uh, in basically in, is it the west, uh, Western Alaska, I think you said? Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, Western Alaska. So I've done cases in a lot of villages. I, I did get a case. I've only had two case submissions for <laughs> requests. Um, one was uh, Kasiglik the case of Leanne Berlin and uh, another one is an older one. And I'm really struggling to find anything online or in any sort of text for me to look up for. Um, I think his name was Billy Nikoroff. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I'll have to check it. But uh, it's really hard to do the research out here because of the very low um, media that each case receives. Yeah, I'm, I'm also guessing that um, it's probably, I mean, I'm only guessing here, difficult to get hold of the information, whereas if you were um, in another area, it would be easy to get hold of because I'm guessing that the the police, they don't use computers or the internet quite as much as the, the police in some other areas and countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the one case that I just did about a double homicide in Kipnuk, there were maybe three articles and they were all the same articles, just distributed by different um, news facilitators. Uh, so if the main, oops, sorry, if the, the main news reporting source we have out here, which is KYUK, covers it, I'll have some information but if they don't, then I really have to dig. <laughs> yeah, that, that that case that you just mentioned that almost sounds like it was a circular. Then, if the if it was basically the same article in all three uh, news sources, I, I know that um, back in the day when I used to work, I used to work for a news, newspaper back in the uh, the nineties, and back then uh, you used to quite a lot. You would get um, information given to you by one source and the same source it, it's basically be a press release is what they're called uh, and then you base your 
what you write on what you've got there. And very mm -hmm. often you wouldn't actually be able to get hold of individuals to get more information than, than what is on there. So they've technically just done their variation of what is on that press release, essentially. Yeah. And so really, I, ha <laughs> I don't like to use Facebook or Wikipedia because they're not very reliable, but sometimes that's the only reliable source I have. <laughs> Um, it's, it's difficult when, when you're in an area where mm -hmm. you, you can't get hold of information as readily. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing that even these days it's difficult to get information from the legal services because they'll just think, well, it's just another podcaster trying to make a program and they might be a bit standoffish from that sort of information. So it's, it's a difficult thing to do, really. But yeah. you do a great job with what information you can get hold of. It's it's fantastic. And like I said, I like the bite size um, mm -hmm. idea behind it as well, where it's just within seven, nine minutes or so. And it gives all the information that you need to know. And in a way, it almost lets you then go off and sort of think about that information and think for yourself, I've got all that information what do I think about this? So it it almost brings out the inner, um, dare I say, detective in yourself a bit, um, a bit mur only murders in the building sort sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of I would love people to Google anytime they're listening to the, see the locations. I do do a, a site map. So if you're on the Buried on the Tundra website. There is a map that will it will take you to Google Maps, and there will be all the locations of each crime that's been committed, so that you can get a little bit of a layout of the state and exactly where I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, that's that's great. Yeah, um, I, I I think it's a great idea that that um, it's um, it's interactivity. Then, if if they're listening to your show. And they are able to do that, go onto your website and go on the actual page that's based on that case that you're looking talking about. I, th I think that's a good thing, you know, to have that interactivity. I think it's brilliant. Thank you. It's all right. It's fine. So... G'day, g'day. This is Matty C from the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast way down in Australia. And we love getting to listen to Marv meet new podcasters from all over the world here on the Pods Like Us podcast. Okay, so what podcast do you actually listen to now? Are you, are you still just listening to shows that are crime related or do you have a, a cross section of shows that you listen to? Um. Most of the time it is true crime related. My poor fiance has probably heard it all. Um, <laughs> I have added pods like us to my list. I'm very Thank excited. you very much. Yep. Um, you need plenty of time but... for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I do have a lot of true crime and I did do a lot of, um, there's a, True Crime BS that I have been a little obsessed with. It is about Israel Keys, who 
was a serial killer, not really well known because he wanted to be um, left out of the media. He actually requested that to the FBI and he did commit a murder in Alaska. So I did kind of deep dive into that podcast recently. (laughs) Yeah. So what advice would you give to people actually starting a podcast for the first time? Uh, Just keep with it. Sometimes it's not going to be the best thing. uh, At least it's not going to feel good, but it will, it will get there. (laughs) Sometimes it starts out a little rough. (laughs) Like, like we we said earlier on, um, you you get used to it eventually and you get better at these things. You know, you might have a few niggles when you start technology wise and, getting used to where to place yourself where the mic will pick you up and this these sort of strange things that you don't think about until you try it for the first time yeah and adding extra audio and trying to adjust that is always sometimes comes out to be a little bit of a disaster but gotta learn from it (laughs) yes i've done that a couple of times towards the beginning where so uh, when I first started putting inserts into my show, um, I made the mistake of, so I'll have it up on the on the editing software to edit it. And then, of mm-hmm. course, you put one thing in and then sometimes I forgot to move stuff or move things across and you'd suddenly have the show playing over the top of a promo that I've placed into the show. And, and somebody would point out to me and say, uh yeah you've done this or they can't hear themselves and this blank for a minute because i've moved it across too far and not realized and it's yeah when you put little bits in like when you do with inserts and little bits of music and mm-hmm. when you record separate bits and then put them in order on there it can get a bit time consuming and a bit tricky to mm-hmm. line everything up exactly and perfectly you, you get there, and I think it works perfectly on your show. I've never heard anything negative on your show at all. Yeah, I actually have. Uh, so it's a soundboard, and I accidentally hit, it says electronic on here, but it sounds like auto-tune really bad, and I did that for one full episode, and I didn't realize until afterwards, so I had to go back and re-record the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you came out sounding like Cher on Believe. Yeah, a little uh, (laughs) T-Pain wasn't the best, but (laughs) luckily it got fixed that day. It wasn't too long of a a mistake. (laughs) But but then again, when you get new equipment, you don't know these things, do you? You No. (laughs) I I know when I've recorded with bands before and I've gone through and I've recorded things, I've been oh. Brilliant, and then I've turned around to someone and I said, "Oh, what did you think of that?" I thought that was a good take, and the person, t- the engineer, turned around to me and they said, "Oh, I thought you were just practicing." <laughs> and then I've had to play it all over again. You know, <laughs> thank you very much. Great. <laughs> so, where can people find the show and get in touch with you? Yep, so Buried on the Tundra is on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, I think there's a radio 
and a few other apps. And if you want to contact me, you can go to buriedonthetundra.com or buriedonthetundra at gmail.com. And then there is a Facebook page, a TikTok, and an Instagram as well, all Buried on the Tundra. And they're all great pages as well and kept really well. I like all the uh, the bits that you, you post up as well that, you know, are always posted up in conjunction with the episodes that you put out. And, you know, it's, it's another part of that interactivity that I think social media is perfect for with, with podcasting. Yeah, it, I've just recently started TikTok. And that has been a learning curve. I'm a millennial, so I don't understand many of the Gen Zs, but I'm getting there. No. <laughs> I'm still not on TikTok and I'm still wondering how it works. and I'm a bit worried about it. So I might have to try it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> Anyway, B, thank you very much for speaking with me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. And to pull the curtain away, this is my first recording of a normal show for a good while as well. I've been doing all Christmas-related shows for the last <laughs> few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, I start traveling, so I will be on a break for the next two weeks. <laughs> When this episode comes out, you will be back again. Okay, perfect. Because <laughs> pulling the curtain away again, I'm not releasing any for the next couple of weeks after to, after Thursday. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you, thank you, B, and thank you everybody for listening. You can find well, you're, you're listening to pods like us. You know where you can find the show to listen to. And you can find the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for Pods Like Us. I'm not on TikTok yet. I'll probably get there eventually. And you can also go and look for show notes and uh, other things that I do at themarvzone.org. Anyway, thank you very much for listening and hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. First of all, first of all, B, I, I was just wondering. So, um, I'll be a bit cheeky first, and because uh, I'm putting together a show that's coming out on Thursday, um, mm-hmm. and I wondered if there's anything about Christmas that you love. Oh, I love the traditions. Um, yeah, going and seeing the Christmas lights, or um, my grandmother used to make kolachkis, so I make kolachkis now for Christmas every year. That's lovely. That's nice. So, so what's a kolachki? What is that? Um, it's a Polish cookie. It is kind of like a pastry dough made with ice cream is how we make it. And then you put just um, some sort of pie filling inside. That sounds really Sometimes nice. That's like, lovely. Uh, you kind of pinch the sides. Yep. Some people make them that way. 
Sounds really nice, though. It's lovely. So, are you okay with the notes that uh, that I sent? Yeah. Yep. Yes. They're okay. Pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have thought. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. We'll 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 get going and uh, we'll do the whole fakery of the introduction, pretending that I've not spoken to you for the last five <laughs> or six minutes. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Was that okay, B? Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much. But thank you. Thank you so much for listening. It's great. I enjoy it. It's a nice little diversion from all the other long shows, shall we say. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not very (laughs) long-winded. No. I'm not that long-winded, and I don't have a co-host, so it's no. just going to be nice and short. I, I like I like a lot of the the shorter shows. I mean, um, you know, there's a rock show that's done by somebody in in Canada that's called the Rock Guys, and that's where he just does. I think he does around 15 minutes at the most, and it's just the basics of the the history of the band, their discography. And then he'll pick one album or one song and then a bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. It's quick in and out, gives you what you need to know. Then you go off and you listen to the band and decide whether you like them or not. And I sort of like mm-hmm. the the shorter format in some ways for a lot of these things because it does allow you to – it just gives you the information. And in a way, mm-hmm. I think your show is great in the fact that it allows the listener to then go and – decide for themselves and take that information away as opposed to some longer form crime true crime shows they can be opinionated and then you've got that person's opinion there that's sort of almost making you decide what you think in a sense yeah uh just in case my employer were to grab it i i didn't want to put any of my opinion in there because i mean i don't want to differ from my employers but i do have a few opinions about a few things so i did do um when i did the bonus episode sorry <coughs> the bonus episode for clue i did put my opinion in there but <laughs> that's probably the only opinion i've given i can understand it though i mean Just, it's a, you know they're all very strong subjects you know so yeah you're bound to have an opinion but at, mm-hmm. at the same time, the fact that you are willing to be to put over an unbiased uh, show, I think, is is a great thing. And you know, we're we're in a world where the news media is not unbiased, should we say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, while we've still got a few minutes or so left, if you want to, we can we can sort something out for continually continuing to uh, promote you. So, um, if if you want to say a quick tag or something or promo, I can place it into episodes in the future. Then, if you want me to, and then it could promote your show then on, online in the future, if you want to. So, something along okay. the lines of. Uh, 
I don't know, something like, you know, hey, I'm B. Nicole from Buried on the Tundra and you're listening to Pods Like Us or something along those lines. And then I can just put that into ad, into shows then in the future. Okay? Yeah. So this is B. Nicole from Buried on the Tundra and you're listening to Pods Like Us. Good. Brilliant. I've got that for the future now. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> In fact, in fact, I'm going to mix that tonight in with sleigh bells and put it in a Christmas episode that goes out tomorrow. Perfect. And if you have any there snippets you, you want me to put into anything, just let me know. And I'll, I might even do like a trailer episode if you let me know uh, when you're going to release this one. Okay. It'll so I can be... send them over to you. I think it will be the... So the second, the sixteenth of January, I think this one, because I think it'll be the first episode. Okay. 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 Right. I'm going to press stop for recording, and then if you stay online, that's your.